Hello, everybody, and welcome to our very first episode of Crochet Conversations with us. I'm your host, Inez. I'm the one who crochets. And I'm Mel, the one that doesn't crochet, but does everything else. It's, it's also trying to learn to crochet. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So the point of this podcast, uh, we really, we, we've really looked forward to this for a long time. It's been a long time coming and it's been in the works for quite a while. We really wanted to come out with a podcast to sort of share with you guys a little bit more about us, what we do, what we have. Because I find that the, my only interaction with you guys as our supporters and our viewers really is through Instagram and uh, not really Facebook and more like fleas. Yeah, where we meet them, like our customers like face to face. And that's yeah. really the only time we get to talk to you guys. So now that COVID hit and now that we're unable to physically personally interact with you guys we thought the next best thing would be to have a podcast episode or a podcast series where we talk about every and anything that we can in relation to crochet and our business yeah because we are always having a lot of conversations you know with each other about um all the different yeah, things all the about different crochet things about and crochet. then at the end of these conversations we think oh my god wouldn't that be great if i could share that mm. So the only way I can do that is really to put up Instagram posts and have a long, long-winded caption. But I don't like having long-winded captions because I personally won't read them. So I think nobody else would read them too. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know who we are, this is, uh, we own a brand called Crooked Crochet. We are based in Singapore and we do all things crochet and sort of fibre related. You can find us on Instagram at Crooked Crochet SG. At the same uh, Facebook is the same name too, right? Yes, correct. And our website is www.crochetcrochet.com. We also teach crochet classes in Singapore, only within the Singapore area, um, and we do a lot of customization as well. I think customized been... pieces. Yeah, we sell yarn. We recently mm. started selling yarn. We will have an old habit, whole, whole whole episode about this on another one talking about yarn and how difficult it was to bring in yarn in the middle of COVID. Yeah. So tell me, if not for the fact that we have this business, would you would you know what crochet is? What is your first... How did you get introduced into the world of crochet? Because it's something so specific. Yeah. And there are not many crochet brands in Singapore. So how did you, if not for me, did you ever hear of crochet? To be honest, no. I mean, yeah. in all honesty, no, I've not heard... Uh, the word crochet I don't even know the word crochet existed okay sorry <laughs> but I think it's more common to hear about knit yeah that's right? true yeah so I think that's what uh, I, I hear like, a lot of people say as well that uh, you know what knit is and that's why people also think that knit is crochet and it's yeah, the same they, thing it looks the same yeah correct so if you would ask me hey do you know what crochet is I'll be like oh, no I have no idea is it like something but if I show or... you a piece of like item that's been knitted or done up in sort of some yarn, you would sort of say, oh, that's knit, right? Like right now? In in the past. In the past. Uh, yeah, I would probably say, that, yeah, it's, it's, it's probably knit, knit yeah. you know? So something that I found also is that actually not a lot of people know about crochet and they don't know what crochet is. So sometimes I am on, online on like shopping apps and then I come across a really nice embroidered lace top and they would say this is a crochet top. But it's not, it's it's done with sewing machine, it's embroidery lace. And another thing is that people like to come up to our shop and say, Oh, I know this is crotchet. <laughs> but 
But Crotchet, I have to stop myself from bursting out. But Crotchet is amusing. <laughs> laughter. It's a it's a term, you know, yeah, associated yeah. to music. Right. But Which I, I also I didn't can, know. I can understand how it would people would mistake because crochet and crotchet is a difference of an extra T. Yeah. In right. the spelling of the word. Yeah, but no, I, I have I entirely have no idea what crochet was uh, until I met you and you know you started doing it and I was like oh okay are you knitting oh my goodness the look on your face when I <laughs> mentioned the I word am I knitting? Knit? Oh, okay no I'm of not knitting not. Yeah. so my introduction to crochet was actually I stumbled across a YouTube video about at least 10-12 years ago I was doing some research for my own something I don't even remember what but then I came across this a video of someone talking about um, someone crocheting and so it was sort of a crochet instructions video which there are lots of it on YouTube now but back then 10-12 years ago there wasn't really a lot and so this was something that was really interesting to me it caught my eye immediately I was going to click out of it but just something about the way she was holding the yarn and the hook and watching it move it was so therapeutic for me I decided to stop and watch the whole video with not a single clue about what what it, it was. What not only what it was, but what yarn over, what yeah. what single It was a instructional It was video. an instructional okay. video. I but don't you even, knew what crochet was, right? Like, no, at oh. that point no. Okay. I knew about knitting. <laughs> I knew the idea, the concept that knit was you use yarn, yeah. you use something like a chopstick. You did something and voila, you have a piece of clothing. Right. So that's, that was the furthest of my extent to what I knew of knit. Okay. So I decided to immediately the next day head to Spotlight. No way. Yes. Really? Yes. Head to Spotlight, bought the first hook I could see. I, okay, I might have bought the hook based on colour, the colour that I like. Oh yeah, looks nice therefore. Yeah, yeah whichever one that looks nice. Grab the first kind of yarn, pretty yarn colour that I saw. <laughs> and went home and tried it out. Of course, at that time, I had no experience about yeah. yarn-to-hook size ratio. I just grabbed whatever I could. So it's not like you did more research after that and no. then went to Spotlight and... No, I saved that video down. <laughs> I left the, well, rather, I left the window open. I went to Spotlight. I grabbed the materials. I came back and I just watched the video. And go for it. Yeah. Okay. And so I started making these little tiny like ribbons of their probably maybe like 5 or 6 cm long. Mm-hmm. little strips and I just started tying them around the place just because <laughs> they're it's something I made right okay with my own hands yeah with yarn and a hook basically out of nothing mm. so I was so intrigued and you know how I am mm-hmm. once I get an idea in my head I need to execute it immediately right if I'm lying in bed about to fall asleep and I have a Im- brilliant idea yeah you'll get up you know I'll get yeah. out of bed no matter how tired you are you'll get up I wouldn't even write it down. I would get up and start to try making it. Yeah, that's So that's, that's the kind of person I am. So now you know, having to wait the next day was quite torturous for me. <laughs> Especially when I've just discovered this wonderful thing, which I now know is called crochet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so that was how I discovered crochet. But that's not to say that after this experience, I, I kept up with it. I didn't. There were a few times that I went years without even touching my crochet hook. And then one day I'm clearing up and then I see, hey, this pretty yarn and this pretty hook that I bought Oh yeah. Two I years ago. Did this before. Yeah, let's give it another try. And then it just sort of built from there. Mm-hmm. So there were a lot of in my, my first few projects, a lot of my best friends can attest to this. A lot of my first projects were not square at all. 
What then, do you mean? Like, so the edges would be all wonky uh-huh. and sort of crooked, no pun intended. So what I would do is I would crochet tiny patches to fill in the gaps. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. If the you now were to were oh, to yeah. see your your the the, the your the work that the, the you then that made, then. you would be so angry. I am mortified. <laughs> To thinking about it now but and you know which is why I love my closest friends because they some of them still own these initial pieces that I have made and they use it for their pets and whatnot and it's, it's just become so part of their their, their yeah. everyday life that they don't think about the quality of it yeah. anymore they probably don't know that it's not supposed to look like that I maybe. think no 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 <laughs> I think they know I think they were just trying to be polite <laughs> and but, not oh, say anything okay hold here yeah got it yeah so I try to make better ones nowadays and pass it to them and say oh you know you can throw that one away <laughs> let's burn it <laughs> yeah but so yeah so that was my introduction to crochet and then fast forward many years um, it just kind of it just kind of grew into what mm-hmm. it is today. So interesting. Yeah. So how we came to become a business, actually, Crooked Crochet wasn't actually a crochet business. So actually, me and Mel, we had a business prior to this called Crooked Tail, and we were fostering cats at that time. And we, being, we were quite interested in the idea of natural food for our pets yeah. because we have a little whiskey doggo and we like to give him the best food. Yeah. So actually, our first foray into business together was this business called Crooked Tail Natural Food where we made clean, premium, yeah. no preservatives, no meat byproducts, yeah. food for the cats that we were fostering. Also because I think there are more options available for dogs here in Singapore, but and not so much not cats. so much for cats, yeah. And then because I like to crochet, every now and then I would crochet a little toy or something cute, yeah, and put it with an order that we send out, and then that just kind of grew. People knew that I was crocheting things for like little small amigurumi balls for cats with yeah. bells inside, and then they started asking for it. And then started custom ordering things and then it just kind of grew into a business of its own. Yeah. So at some point, once we stopped fostering the cat, we stopped sort of stopped the business. And um, we decided to change our name from Crooked Tail to Crooked Crochet because I think it makes more sense in relation to what we do now. Yeah. And people already recognize the crooked word to us. Yeah, so we didn't want to deviate. Crochet far. just like made it more obvious that we are into the crochet business. Crochet, yeah. yeah. And and then when it came to designing a new logo for Crooked Crochet, Crooked Crochet, the it's, it's double C's, and the brilliant thing was the two double C's actually is the symbol for working mm-hmm. in the loop. Oh, is it? Yeah. So if you look at the a crochet diagram or symbol, crocheting uh-huh. in the front loop and the back loop, there are actually two opposing C's like that. Right. So in my studio I have this huge wall with a crochet two crochet knowledge posters. So if you were to look behind at the poster, mm-hmm. you see work in back loop. Work and in back loop. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. In I front see it. loop, it's actually two C's. Right. Okay, I see it now, yeah. Yeah. So I like the idea that crooked crochet is two C's, but the two C's are also crochet symbols. Right, I see that's how you came up with the design of yeah, the logo. That's Great. Right. And I like I like the, the that's an anagram. Is it yeah, what it's called? Yeah. Anagram? Yeah. yeah. I like I like I like that it looks like that as well. Yeah. So that's how we this the, the well not us, but how Crooked Crochet came to become a business. 
we've been running this business for about would you say three four years yeah active yeah. business right yeah about four going years? to four years yeah yeah wow four years that's crazy I know right it doesn't feel sometimes when I see photos of our old apartment that we lived in all I had was like two Toyogo boxes of yarn that's two to you I don't know what that would store now probably just my crochet hooks yeah now we have kind of expanded to like a, a whole room, room uh, a studio basically for our classes as well as a sale of our yarn yeah so this just we've converted a room in our house an entire bedroom into a studio slash office slash workspace um we've bought like Ikea Kallax uh, ca- ca- cupboards cabinets shelves shelves like Billy bookcases shelves and we've counted the other day we've got 40 over cubbies of yarn each cubby is a different category and weight of yarn and the different type of materials that's crazy yeah yeah, I probably it's, it's have really over over a thousand five hundred individual balls of yarn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And someone still says it's not enough. It's not enough. It's it. never enough. Those who crochet can attest. You know, I have a poster on my wall that says whoever said less is more never bought yarn. You think about it in terms of the mm-hmm. sweater that you're making. Less is more, no. <laughs> less is one big hole in the sweater where there should be a sleeve. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about but I, I, I think we have more than enough yarn that's, okay so that's anyway what. moving on from this discussion mm-hmm. um, I think it'd be fun to share with you our personal journey as well how mm-hmm. what happened in our life that led us to this moment and make it sound like something traumatic happened <laughs> as in like what, what we learned and studied that brought us there so yeah, I'll go first okay I graduated from La Salle so yes I am a La Salle student um, I did arts management. I was there for four years. I did do my foundation year within La Salle. Wait, so uh, La Salle, La Salle is a art art school. school yeah. yeah, it's okay. a it's a the most. I shouldn't say the most. No, that offend no. people. Yes, it those... is one of the prominent art colleges within Singapore. <laughs> okay, very good. Okay, if you yeah. come to Singapore and you Google art school, an image of a big black broken looking building would come out. And that is La Salle. It's La Salle College of the Arts. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, so I graduated from arts management. I took the arts management course. I did do the first year foundation where we were introduced to all the different art forms. And I have always sort of been in the arts. As a kid growing up, I did ballet. I did modern dance. Actually, my background in art is actually dance. It's in performing arts. So crochet to me is sort of the, it's a, it's a mix between visual and performing arts. Okay. Because I my final thesis in school, I actually did it, although I'm in performing arts management, I actually did my thesis in visual arts management. Right. Which was, it's stupid looking back, but I really wanted to cover it because I covered street art versus vandalism, mm-hmm. which was a big issue at that time. In Singapore. In Singapore. Mm-hmm. So to me, crochet is like a happy mix between both because it's, it's visual art, yes. You're looking at a work. It's it produces it's like something physical, visual. Yeah, okay. You know, it's not a tangible uh, dance performance that is over past Once, the moment. Yeah. But it's also a performance of sort because my performance as in crochet artist is to create the work. And there's such a big topic of sort of mindfulness and being present with crochet that when you're producing the work. When people crochet, yeah, that 
they tend to people who crochet like to say that it's about the process it's about the experience mm. it's not about the end product it's about how you feel when you crochet it's about hashtag slow living mm. hashtag mindfulness yeah. so I think there's a lot of a performance aspect to that as well especially for me having to come up with designs and actually execute those designs yeah so that's my sort of my background my background's always been in the arts and even as a young kid when someone were to ask me what do you want to do I always said I'm I want to be in the arts and what kind of arts I don't know I just know I wanted to be some I wanted to be with the arts yeah in the industry in the industry mm-hmm. regardless of what I was doing mm-hmm. so after I graduated I worked in a few art companies as a management and marketing and then I went on to run a music company so after the boss there was I was next in line and I used to run this music company for about seven years doing uh, music programming coming up with curriculum for like special needs children and old age and we would run these music programs within schools in Singapore so that sort of also led to me being able to design our own crochet your, curriculum yeah your curriculum. class yeah. curriculum yes yeah, so that's my story I think uh, for me, I studied in uh, the Singapore Management University, uh, SMU for short, a business school. Uh, they mainly focus on um, like business, economics, uh, all aspects of business, yeah, right? like law and all that. And I oh, did. Oh, I did law also. Do you do law also? Yeah, I did arts law. Right, uh, because that's important in yeah. arts management, right? In the management, we yeah. have to do things like that. Yeah. So I majored in uh, economics as well as business and uh, HR. Human, Actually, what is economics? Because I don't, I don't do that, right? LaSalle, we don't do econs. I've always heard of that and I always think, oh, home econs. Like cooking. <laughs> which, okay, which I know that's not the case, but what actually is econs? Well, to be honest, I didn't do very well in the econs. Do you go to school? <laughs> I, I, I did. Okay, but I was, you can find me more on the, like, the business side building of the of SMU uh, but from what I understand or what I remembered of Econs it's more on uh, it's it's more on the, like the world basically like um, uh, like you do a lot of experiments to see uh, the social aspect of things so it's know? like so- sociology sociology yeah sort of but with a lot more like uh, research and maths and uh, formulas and calculations in uh, so I feel validated in not knowing what econs is because you don't know what econs <laughs> is and you studied econs okay thank you yeah okay so, so yeah so I mean obviously I lean a lot more towards the business side of uh when I was studying and that was what really interests me and I also specialize in human resource so I did a lot of modules on that afterwards I worked in small uh, medium uh, enterprise SME's business Uh, that's what it's called in Singapore basically when you work in this kind of small companies you kind of have to do uh, everything you know, from uh, helping to set up the business, you know, doing sales, doing HR, uh, doing customer service and all that. It sounds like a lot of work, but to be honest, I really like the idea of being able to kind of do all the different aspects of the business. Yeah, you to, know? to sort of know a little bit of everything yeah, in the business. Yeah, and to be involved, you know. And I really did, uh, I, I do enjoy working in, not really like MNCs, like these kind of big companies, but I realise that I do enjoy working in small companies like because this. Because it's a, it's a more intimate surrounding. It's a, it's lesser people. It's more human interaction. Yeah, for sure. And I, I, I do think that I'm somebody who likes that kind of interaction, like, you know, with customers, uh, clients, and um, just to be a lot more involved in the business and not just one aspect of the business. And I think that really helped 
in terms of uh, me bringing that experience and uh, what I know in setting our business for Crooked Crochet. Oh, we didn't tell them what we do within the business yet. Maybe we give you guys a little bit of a background of what we do right. within Crooked Crochet. So, I I am the one who crochets, obviously. I handle customer well, the relations, you would say. Mm-hmm. I take custom orders from them. So, I'm the one that you're talking to when you Instagram me because I handle all the creative parts. So, I handle the social media. I handle the photography. I handle the, the custom orders and obviously, I'm the one that's doing them. Yeah. So, that takes up about 80% of my time, it's purely crocheting. The other 20% of the time, I'm working really on the website or building our social media. We don't really do very much on our Facebook, we're ashamed to say. But it's more it's more social, it's more Instagram for us. And then you... Yeah, I focus mainly on more the administrative part of the business. That's where my strengths lie. Uh, like uh, printing out the orders, taking out the orders, uh, doing the the finance, the finance part of it, uh, applying for grants for us. Yeah, um, lies. You also liars a lot with the our suppliers. Yeah, correct. And the costing part, the pricing part. When you text us on on our WhatsApp, it's also Mel that's replying you, not just me. Yeah. So basically, anything that has got nothing to do with uh, like question on the products. Or like, you know, how is it made? Or can I do it this way or that way? Then uh, the rest of that, I would handle. No, but you do help with making of the products too. Right? All the labels on our products are sewn on by Mel. I don't <laughs> sew any of the labels. It's like, I can't. It's too, too deep. Yeah. It's so funny. I want to say it's too tedious to stitch on a label uh-huh. when I've done up the whole bag in crochet already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the most tedious part is, is the label part, obviously. If you ever get a crochet p- zip pouch from us, the zips and the labels yeah. are all done by Mel. So you can't really say that you don't really do the okay. products. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Like, so product development is something that we both do together. I'll usually have an idea and I'll bring it up to her and then if it sticks with her, then I'll go ahead and execute it. Mm-hmm. If she has concerns about it, because as someone who doesn't crochet, she's sort of the voice of the audience for us, if you like. Yeah. And so she would come up and say, oh, I would never use that though. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, okay, I guess yeah. I'll scrap that. So I mean, definitely we focus on like different parts of the business in terms of actually doing it but yep so our when, roles don't really overlap yeah but when it comes to like uh, you know not, not just doing it but making a decision on something we always at the end of the day come together to decide on it together before we execute yeah, exactly. it exactly yeah. so like even though a product is made by me it's hours and hours of planning yeah and sort of testing before you see the final product and it's for the both of us because it's different I'll make different variants of it so it's so funny because recently you said that you want to have your own crochet product that is not a test piece because instead of frogging a test piece I would stitch it up and finish it like a finished product and then I'll use it for a couple Mm -hmm. of weeks and I don't just make one, right? I make two. So I make and I pass it to yeah. Mel to use. Yeah. Or sometimes you try something, you know, like a design. Yeah. And then you're pretty particular about, uh, you know, it being very functional. Yep. It looks yep. nice and things like that. But, you know, to me, an amateur, yeah. it looks really good. And I'm like, why can't I use this, you know? And then yeah, you're like, no, it's I'm, no good. I am particular about, yeah, you, know, you know, the just stitch I use. Throw it away. Don't even bother frogging it. I'm like, no, <laughs> give, no, don't. And I have like a bunch of like... Like, crochet like, products that are not <laughs> fit for sale <laughs> yeah but usable still functional 
Uh, I but think just not so functional. Yeah, I, I mean... That's, that's the particular... That's the OCD in me. Yeah. So when it comes to crochet, I'm very, very perfectionist yeah. with it. So you guys can be very sure that you have received like uh, the sort a of like the perfect product. The perfect product after the number 10. Because all the shitty ones I passed to Mel. So yeah. you can thank her for your wonderful products. Yeah, and also, I don't just take the shitty one just because I don't want to waste it, but I get to test it out, right? So I can, you know, tell you, okay, you know, this is why. Yeah, like after using you like, it, you, you know, like. you can change this part of it and all that. Yeah. So I think it's nice having a business partner slash partner in this because we our roles don't overlap. So there's no like no fighting, no there's no power struggle mm-hmm. in this sense. So mm-hmm. all the creative aspect, I feel like you trust me a hundred percent. Yeah. And all the background administrative work, I feel like I trust you hundred percent about it. Because yeah. if you've been dealing with it from the start, then I don't have to. I don't have so if you guys hear any sniffing sounds in the background, it's our doggo who's on our lap right now. And he's just like huffing and puffing away. Don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Yo, he's so cute. So it's good that we both, you know, specialise in like, in like d- different, different things, things yeah. right? Like we can bring forward the, the, the skill set that we have uh, and our strengths, you know, in making this thing work. What would you say would be our sort of struggles? I think because we live together as a couple yeah. uh, and we are business partners at the same time, uh, it's very easy for us to always be talking about work. Sometimes I think that's Oh what, yeah, that's true. That's what I That's I very feel. true. Yeah. Yeah, it could be a dinner conversation. Like, how would you let your eggs cook today? By the way, I have a, 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 a work idea. Yeah, and I think we are both very... Not, not workaholic, I, think, I would say. I think I am. Okay, maybe you are. But I think we place a lot of importance on work. So when we have a conversation about work, it's like work comes first. You know, yeah. uh, we're always like, oh, it will kind of go back to talking about work. Yeah, and the the I think the downside to having our office in our house is that there is no, absolutely no separation of time. And when I'm crocheting and I'm crocheting alone, there's no there's no indicator to me to take a break to have lunch because I have no colleagues, technically. I mean you are sort of Hi. <laughs> Male colleague number number one. one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I have no I wanna say paid staff. But technically yeah. we're both not paid. We are well, both unpaid. If you staff. want, I can be the boss and say, Hey, you know, lunchtime is over. Or yeah, like, so it only know, comes from that only comes from Mel. <laughs> So, and then I feel like because she's my partner, I get to say, no, wait, give me a, another hour more or something. Yeah, so at the end of the day, she's the boss. I'm, <laughs> I'm just the colleague. <laughs> my unpaid staff. Yeah. Okay. So, um, maybe we should share about how our typical day yeah. looks like. Well, we wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. <laughs> we wake I, up. I wish. We, within five minutes, we're in a studio actually. Yeah. Actually, I feel like that's my that's our checkpoint. The moment we wake up, we go to the bathroom, we wash up, have coffee, and then we come into the studio already. Yeah, already, yeah. In fact, for me, it's the other way around because you wake up earlier than me. Mm-hmm. So you are in the studio before I am. Yeah. And I feel like the moment I wake up, I come into the studio as the very first thing I do before I even go and brush my teeth <laughs> or make coffee. Okay, this is news for me. <laughs> so when you really? see Yeah, so when you see me come into the studio with my disheveled hair and no glasses, it's it's really You popped out of bed and come into the, the studio. The first thing I do wow. is come into the studio wow. just to just to 
in that five funny. seconds to give a mental mm-hmm. picture of, you know, like, oh, there's crochet on the table that has to be done. Mm-hmm. There's this document on the table that has to be filled up. Oh, there's a window open on my computer that needs to be submitted. Yeah. Or like, my mm-hmm. table is messy. I have a class today yeah. that needs to be cleared up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think we do uh, uh, a run through of like, you know, what today is going to be like. Like, if there's a class today or not, what time is it going to be? Yeah. Or we do. We kind of have a checklist, right? We do. We have like, we also have a weekly meeting. Mm-hmm. It sounds so funny because we see each other every day in the same house. But we do have a weekly meeting to say, okay, what's on this week? What's the important thing we have to do this week? Yes. Um, are there any milestones or any major events that we need to hit this week? Yeah. Um, you know, how are our orders looking this week? Yeah. You know? We have to do that because there's always like a ton of information that yeah. we that's always changing as well. All the time. So at the same time, we have to constantly remind ourselves, okay, you know, this is coming up next, you know, just a reminder, yeah. this is what's happening. Yeah. And also I teach classes so much more these days. Because since COVID started, our classes have really gone up because we can you can take online classes with right. us too. Yeah. So it's a lot of scheduling as well. Yeah. Between teaching classes, teaching online classes, carving out time for me to crochet, carving out time for me to work on the website. Mm-hmm. Um and we have many different calendars. I have a cal- a physical calendar pinned on my board. I have a calendar on my phone. You have a calendar on your yeah. phone. And we have a calendar on our work phone. Yeah. So sometimes information on one phone doesn't get to all phones. Yeah. So it's a lot of... To avoid miscommunication, we have like weekly yeah. meetings too. So nowadays, uh, or actually every day, our typical day is uh, we have a lot of online orders. So yeah. uh, my job would be like to print it to, out, to yeah. get it ready for you, whether, you know, th- does it need to be uh, made or is it... Is pro- it in our pro- ready-made yeah, sections? Correct, yeah, where I just need to pack it and uh, ship it out. Yeah, it's scheduling for shipping. Yeah. It's whether you chose registered mail or standard mail because if it's re- registered mail, then we need to arrange for the courier to come. Yeah. So... Previously, before COVID, we had a lot more opportunities to be at Fleece. Yeah. So we would have like, uh, we would already know selected uh, months where we need to prepare uh, In advance, for the Fleece. Yeah. But now that's not the case anymore. So, it, I mean, there's there's good and there's bad. The bad thing is that we don't do art markets anymore. We don't do flea pop-ups anymore. Although we want to. So the yeah. next opportunity we can, we definitely will. Um, but... The plus side is that it's also freed us up to finally create this podcast that we really want to do because we have so much information to share. And it's either, like I was telling a friend, it was either you pay for a a crochet session with me and you get my information that way, or I meet you at flea markets and we talk and I share information that way. Yeah. And I have so much information and so many things to talk about. Yeah. And I want to do it for free. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want it you it to be a case where you must pay to get information because yeah. I believe information should be free for everybody. Yeah, and so, sometimes also at Flea, you don't really have the time to like yes, only right. talk to one customer and there's like another person that's yep, there. Yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. So like a podcast would be an amazing way for us to cover different, different, different topics. topics. So I guess what you can expect from us on our podcast is we, this past week we've been going through... You hear that? All this is... <laughs> sheets after sheets of, of different topics that of we different want to talk topics. about yeah. yeah so you can expect us to talk about yarn for example we're going to cover an entire episode about the different types of yarn how to work with yarn we're going to cover crochet tools we, we mm-hmm. will even cover if we can find information the history of crochet 
Oh, okay. I think that would be interesting. Right? Yeah. Um, crochet, mindfulness, about mental health, about self-care. Yeah, the benefits self-care. of crochet. That's right. Um, we're also going to talk about having sweaty palms and how to deal with crochet. <laughs> yeah, that's my specialty. Yeah, because Mel has got sweaty palms. That's, actually, that's part of the reason why you also don't crochet, right? Yeah, it, it does make it very difficult to... Yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> stay tuned for another episode. So we're also going to cover things more current in the industry. Like, for example, Spotlight and what are the things missing within Spotlight, which mm-hmm. is why we don't shop there anymore. Mm-hmm. Where we buy our yarn from. That's probably the like, number one question I get from you guys is where I buy yarn in Singapore. Yeah. We're also going to talk about slightly more controversial topics like the LGBT industry and mm. how recently false crochet hook came out with the LGBT crochet hook and there mm-hmm. was such controversy around it. Right. People were upset about it. Yeah. And for Pride Month, right? For Pride Month, yeah, yeah. Which is we are now in Happy Pride everybody. And we're also gonna talk about just basic things like running a crochet in Singapore, how to budget for yarn. So crochet so many hacks. things. Yeah, yeah so crochet many things. Hacks, crochet yeah. hacks. You know, like our top favourite things in crochet, what we hate about crochet, crochet abbreviations, yeah. you know. I'll try to catch up in, in <laughs> all these topics because I, I, I just started to crochet and have my own crochet project that I'm working on right now. She even has her own crochet hook. Yes, I do. I have. And a- you deserve a round of applause. Everybody listening, please give her a round of applause. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> this is like big for me. Yeah, because we've been in business for... Four years. <laughs> yes, going to four years. And this is just your first crochet hook. Yes, thank you. It's not a crochet hook for that the I reminder. passed to her anyway. It's a crochet hook she actually bought for herself. <laughs> I even have a crochet book. Oh yeah, know? a crochet yeah. notebook. Yeah. See, I'm like like one of your like a most good student. Yeah, promising student to be. <laughs> I don't know about promising, but definitely it's a good start. I am. <laughs> okay, so these are all the things you can come to expect from us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hope that we've given you a good insight at least to who we are, what we do, and you can stay tuned for lots and lots of exciting things. I'm really looking forward to it. I've been wanting to have a podcast for like ever. So like this is a real good way for us to you know, introduce it to the world. If you want to look us up again on social media, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at at Crooked Crochet SG. SG. I always forget that. And our website, www.crookedcrochet.com. Just .com. And um, anything else you want to add? Uh, no, I'm really, really looking forward to uh, sharing more like and having more conversations with uh, everybody. Our next episode will be all about crochet memes memes yeah wow. so and Mel doesn't know any of that because I'm going to keep it a secret from her they better be funny so you stay tuned guys and listen to our next podcast episode and till then we will see you next time bye bye bye